How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Hello, everyone. Hope everyone is having a great day so far. Today is a very special day, I'd say. Um, a lot of stuff happening uh, within these past few days in terms of Star Wars. And uh, today we're going to be covering episodes, correct me if I'm wrong, Luke, 15, 16, and 17? Of, the of Clone Wars, season, season three of Clone three. Wars, a.k.a. the Mortis arc. So everyone that's watching, sit back, grab your popcorn or whatever snack you're eating and grab a beverage and let's get this going. Never would have made it as Obi-Wan's battle. But you might make it as mine. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. Um... This is this is the a lot of Clone Wars. A lot of people's favorite arc is this yes. arc. Yes, absolutely. Um, and we had to bring on a lot of people, or not a, I, three people that can talk about it and and go into depth. We've got two new. We got two returners, and then we've got a newcomer. So, Charles, course... who do we want? Who do we want to start with? As everyone that knows is watching, I like to introduce the returning guests first, and then at last, I like to bring in the new guests just to you know get them a little bit going and ask them the questions that we have already asked our returning guests. So, yeah, our first guest is Mara J. Skywalker, aka Beth. Hey guys, uh, <laughs> how's, how's it going? going? Ah, <laughs> stinks. Dyad moment. Dyad moment. Triad. Hey, Luke, we're a dyad. Get out of here. Triad moment. <laughs> Um, no, uh, how are you doing since, since everything has happened? How are we feeling? I, I still feel like I have not fully processed. I, th- I think <laughs> it's going to take me three to five business days. That's like, as of so many people. Yes. It's yeah, going to be, gonna be right. like a week before it finally settles in. No, uh, absolutely. Um, where, who are you? Where can we find you? Um, and find your awesome content. Cause if nobody's following Beth, like you're missing out. <laughs> who am I? That's a great question. Maybe somebody <laughs> else can answer that. <laughs> I'm Beth. Um, I'm at mar.j.skywalker uh, just on TikTok. Um, I can only focus content creation, as they say, in one platform right now. Um, and that, yeah, that's me. That's, that's the only place you can find me. My Instagram is linked there, but I don't really post. Unless hey. it's to post stories freaking out about Star Wars stuff. So. No, yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. we're, we're always glad to have you. You are always a, a, a an awesome mind to talk to, especially about Star Wars. So yeah, wanna, and, and particularly about something like this, and yes. also something that's going to be coming in in May. But uh, yes, yes, <laughs> your yeah, series well, on TikTok has been doing pretty well. So yeah, I <laughs> congrats to that. Yes, um, if you guys aren't familiar with it, it's reading a sad Obi Wan <laughs> quote until the Kenobi show comes out, and she's on what? You're on day thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah, today's, today's day thirty four. Um, it literally started as a as kind of a joke because I was like, I, I'm like, I feel like everybody should know this <laughs> it, quote, it and I'm big. like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like that audio. This isn't a joke anymore. So. 
no, yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm glad it's going very well and um i am proud to bring in our second returning guest which is car 2d2 aka carter you're proud of me thanks char hey you know hey out of all the time hey you've been one of our returning guests not even just for the show but for well, our rewall for our well, round tables well, for Book of Fett. you basically hosted here. them so you know you've been a big help to our show so hey and don't forget the trivia tournament yes that's true i'll post that yeah crazy mm-hmm. times what no well yeah. Well, and also, we'll be mentioning the trivia tournament later. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yep. So, um, Carter, where can we find you? And 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 give us a little rundown on who you are. Um. So I I post on TikTok at Car2D2. <laughs> it's right there in the corner, and I have my own podcast. It's called They Fly Now, which I think everyone here tonight's been on or is gonna be on. And um, yeah, we we just kind of talk about whatever. Next week we're talking about villains. We're live every Monday, so yeah, we we just kind of talk about whatever. I like to talk about stuff about rebels. I really like rebels. I really like Ezra. I really like the world between worlds, which is like same difference than Mortis. So like this arc, it's obviously like extremely good. Absolutely. And then what what else? Like tell like- tell. Like, about like, me? Yeah, I, what do you want to talk about? Like, what? I guess um, we. So I we can we... find you on YouTube at the mm-hmm. They Fly Now. You can find you yeah on at They Fly at Now YouTube. show on YouTube and Spotify, kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> we, kind of. What do you mean? Kind we of? like have the first ten episodes uploaded. Okay. But then, like, we just kind of stopped. So, kind of YouTube. Yeah. And then we're also like we're gonna start doing like book reviews. So I know we are going to do a Queen's Hope review because we were fortunate enough to I get it early. I feel like the early. Padme books have been very hot lately. They have been like really hot. And I just – so I, I just finished Queen's Shadow and I'm on to Queen's Peril now. So we're going to kind of do just like the whole Queen Queen's Trilogy review next week whenever we both have it done. And I like – oh, I can't wait. There's so many amazing things about that book. But yeah, yeah. that's that's basically it. And that's where you can find me. Also, Beth, whenever you started your series, I was like, she better do the epilogue to Master and Apprentice. And like the next day you did it. And I was like, yes. I, the one quote I refuse to do because I feel like everybody should read it themselves is the very last quote of that book. Like, Because yes. uh-huh. I feel like everyone has to read that. I'm like, I'm not going to ruin it. But no, <laughs> yeah. no yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah, that part it's going to be sad, for but we don't want to get spoiled. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. And then last but not least, our final guest, which is a newcomer to the Pop Ones podcast. And I think this is like the arc that she will like to cover most. And that is Maria Skywalker. Hi, guys. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. I'm very excited to be here today and talk about Mortis. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was that honestly when we were well, when I was going through it and I was like trying to pick people, I was like, "Huh. Maria. <laughs> that might be a good choice." Maybe. So, possibly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh Yeah, I, I think I remember the one time when I asked you to come on for Mortis. I think it was during your TikTok live. I was like, "Hey, you want to come on the Mortis arc for the Pop Ones podcast?" And you're like, yeah. "Uh, 
sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Inside, now we're here. Like, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> now we're yeah. here. Because no, I would yeah, never absolutely. pass an opportunity. I would um, never pass an opportunity. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, who are you and where can we find you on uh, the social medias? Okay, so my name is Maria. Um, I am on TikTok at Maria Sky underscore Skywalker. I post a lot of different content. Honestly, I don't know. It's like a mixture of edits, a mixture of opinions, uh, thoughts, um, a lot of me crying. I'm actually known for that. Uh, <laughs> I actually had a TikTok um, where I was like, what makes Maria Skywalker Maria Skywalker? Everyone was like being emotional, crying, 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 being emotional. <laughs> I was like, thanks. I guess I'm known for that. It's um, a lot like Anakin. A. <laughs> I'm assuming you were uh, you were crying yesterday for nothing in particular. Maybe like some dude named Ewan coming on screen or something. Uh, crying is an understatement. I think it was more like <laughs> sobbing uncontrollably. Uh, um, uh, um, more exactly like, like, what my, like my reaction. Did. Yeah, like my yeah. reaction. Literally um, just like instant like. Oh my god, we'll get Screaming into it later. Crying, like like your voice yeah. is included. Um, but I am also on Instagram, Maria underscore Skywalker as well. There I just kind of post updates and also just me. Um, I will be starting YouTube soon, so that's exciting. It'll be the same name, just without the underscore, and I'm excited for that. Awesome. Uh, no, okay. yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming on. Um yeah. but let's get into Mortis. Um Icebreaker. When you originally watched the Mortis arc, what were your overall thoughts? And anybody can take this take this first question. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, I was so I, I feel like it's the most world building and war filled arc just out of all of the Clone Wars and out of pretty much all of Star Wars period. But it was so cool because we haven't seen that much discussion of how the, and again it's like that's not how the force works that that quote but um we haven't seen that much discussion of the force and the balance between the light and the dark ever and so it was so cool to get it in an animated form um with obviously the best trio in the world so yes yeah. yes the best trio in the world and uh camilla is here uh so jokingly um beth is obi-wan uh, uh <laughs> Camilla is uh Anakin and I am Ahsoka. We are the big three. Who gave I, I you the right to Ahsoka? Uh they did. <laughs> Beth, would you like to would you like to uh come on, come on, let's, let's... I, we did no, we did. Out. We we did. We have um it just the dynamic works very well. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like works. it's like they're older than me and I'm just the one sitting here like What's going on? Like, okay, whatever, I'll go with it. And that's that's how the that's how the dynamic works with the three of us. But that's it's funny. like, I don't know if you've seen that meme of Obi Wan and he's like holding the two leashes with like <laughs> Anakin going this way and Ahsoka this way, and I'm like, that's exactly what the dynamic is. So. <laughs> that is so true, and it's like it's 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 hilarious. Luke, do you have an Anakin Skywalker shirt on? Yeah. Oh, I love That's it. That's cool. Where'd yeah, you get I that? Love it. Awesome. I got it on a. I got it off of Etsy like a uh, six months ago. Um, I, because I don't have. I don't. I, I have a whole lot of Vader. I don't have a whole lot of Anakin, and obviously mm -hmm. Anakin being my favorite character, 
like I should have more of him yeah. and, and not as much Vader, but like it's harder to just find him instead of uh of uh, I know of, the struggle. Vader. I know the struggle. Yeah, and it's it's, <laughs> it's and it's and it's not like it's not like I I I don't dislike Vader. It's just there's something about Anakin. Yes. It just makes my heart melt and oh. okay, we're not crying right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we haven't even yeah, started the yeah, show. Yeah, yet. We, haven't, we haven't even started. But um so Maria, since you since you're so talkative, what are you what were your original thoughts on Mortis when, when you when you first saw it? So I saw the Clone Wars about two years ago for the first time. I didn't grow up watching it. Um but I remember honestly just feeling shock. Like I was like this is insane i've never seen star wars like this before uh it was beautifully done beautifully constructed it was exactly what i wanted to see um in terms of content lore uh scenery everything everything was perfect and as she said the world building was incredible as well because we dove so into depth into everything that literally constructs the universe we love so much um so i i just remember just loving it instantly i fell in love i fell in love with it i was like this is the best thing ever no yeah and and i feel like a lot of people enjoy this arc because like of the world building of the fact that like dave and george like put their whole hearts and souls into the story and just the lore of it is what draws a lot of people to say that mortis is their favorite arc like this is like this and um siege of mandalore are very much yeah. the ones that you hear a lot. Like that's my favorite one. So I mean, yeah. and Umbara finally, too. Yeah, like, Umbara those, as well. Those, yeah. those three are like mm-hmm. those three are like top. No, yeah, absolutely. And like to get to finally get to Mortis because when we first started, I didn't think we were ever going to get to it because we were <laughs> at the at the time we were uh, I was going through episode by episode instead of going by arcs. And now that we're finally like here. Like it's 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 like unreal that we're actually talking about Mortis and going through that yeah. arc and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've came a long way, Luke. We've came yeah, a we've long come way. we've come a long way, Char. We've come a long way. Uh, Carter, same question. So, well, just like Maria, the first time I watched Clone Wars was like two years ago. Last time I watched Rebels was like a year and a half ago. So, like, I'm I kind of feel you on like the same kind of like I didn't grow up watching it, but whenever I came across that came upon this arc it was like holy crap and i think like one of the things that i really like about it is that i i, I like a, almost all of star wars but the one one thing i didn't really like was like metachlorians and not being introduced in to like phantom menace because like i just kind of felt like it was just getting too sciency and i didn't like it to be sciency but okay. then once you get to mortis it kind of brings that all right back to um, the physiological kind of thing that the force is. So I think that's something that really makes this arc special is, is that it brings it from, and not to say metacoins don't exist because obviously they still do, but it just, it, it, it adds a whole new layer on the force. And I think it, it does a great job of building on what we learned in the originals and in the prequels no yeah absolutely that's 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 well 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 put well said um and i couldn't agree with you more uh char let's get into the meat the meat and potatoes of this episode I can uh, see get into the memes of the episode like no 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 i want to talk I mean, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of memes in it for this arc i know yeah so um but is there is there not 
Let's see, I mean, eh, maybe. Um, so when we were rewatching this the other day, Luke, I was actually practicing the uh, the plot summary because Maria, since you are new, every single time we cover an episode, I read the plot summaries for those episodes. So mm-hmm. I feel like as time has gone on, I've been practicing better and better. And uh, let's try it. Let's see how we do here. All right. Okay. So episode fifteen, Overlords, part mm-hmm. one of the Mortis arc. Mysterious message. A transmission has been intercepted far beyond the outer rim, deep in the Krolithium system. Why the call has been made and from where cannot be established. But buried in the message is a Jedi distress code that has not been used in over 2,000 years. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and his Padawan Ahsoka are sent to investigate. Fearing a separatist trap, they are to meet with a heavily armed Jedi cruiser. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Nice. I feel like that one was your best one yet. Really? Yeah. It's because yeah. we're here. <laughs> there you go. Back, All right. Carter, are you talking? Because we can't hear you. <laughs> yes. We got him, R2. At least it at least it wasn't a like robot sound. That would have been terrible. Um yeah. you've had moments, Carter, where I... you sounded like C3P Hello? Pretty there you go. There you go. There you uh, go. I was saying that was incredible, Char. There you Great go. See, see, there you go. Um, so, so what we are going to start. Um, so basically, uh, we start with Anakin and Obi Wan and Ahsoka arriving on the mysterious world of Mortis. Um, it starts off with them basically like, "Well, we're here. Where's Rex at?" And then this huge freaking. Uh, I, I don't know what shape it is, but it shows up. It's like up. A, a rhombus. Or yeah, a rhombus. Yeah. A rhombus shows up. 3D rhombus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that, and they show up, right? And like all of a sudden, they it, everything turns to white. Then they're like, oh, we landed the ship somehow. Interesting. Like that right there should have been the first clue to like, this isn't going to go well. Go. <laughs> yeah. Leave. This is strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they, they, they're going around the planet they're introduced to the daughter uh um one of the three gods of mortis and the embodiment of the light side uh anakin is separated from obi-wan uh omi obi-wan in ahsoka due to a rock slide and they get split up which Um, is funny because they literally talk about minutes prior of them not getting not wanting to get split up and they immediately get split up (laughs) that's that's like such good foreshadowing yeah. Oh, it is. Just for the whole yeah. series. Like, everything oh, will be yeah. fine as long as we stick together. And then it's like... As long as Anakin is separated, we're <laughs> yeah. screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, Carter, go ahead. I-, I feel like you skipped a little bit with 
when we first get to Mortis and we see the whole planet changing yes. as the day goes along. Yeah. Um, and I think that really represents just how the force is constantly flowing and constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's changing like fast, obviously. But I think that's that's just something like in the daytime, obviously we see the light and then as it gets darker out, uh, we see the plants start to die and the whole landscape of Mortis changes. Which is very closely to how Ray views everything in Last Jedi. It's very much like the light the the light is is life and then death is the dark side. Um and you see mm-hmm. that a lot. And I feel like they I feel like Ryan took a little bit of that mortis like symmetry um and visuals and, and put that into the last Jedi for sure. Um but yeah, that's that that's that's something that we that I missed. Um so they get split up. Anakin goes with the daughter. Um, Anakin ends up meeting the father, the embodiment of the balance, while Anakin, well, no, while Ahsoka and Obi-Wan meet the son, the embodiment of the dark side. How do the son, father, and the daughter affect the planet in the realm of Mortis? And yes, Carter, you almost kind of answered it, like how it was yeah. the force in motion and um, depending on the time of day, the weather, and what the the will of the force is on the planet that's what the world will look like and i find that to be such an interesting concept that has never been discovered before how the force can dictate what the world around you is going to look like no yeah beth or maria do you guys have anything to add or did did carter just take the words right out of our all yeah, i'm sorry i didn't mean to <laughs> he was like, i guess he i kind of like jumped the gun there yeah, like, yeah you forgot something uh, and then it just explains what we were just about to talk about <laughs> it's all good. honestly he explained it perfectly <laughs> so yeah yeah i was yeah i was just gonna say it really reminds me of that quote where yoda's like it surrounds us and it binds us together and it's like oh okay now you actually see the physical embodiment of that yeah like, it's a, it, the... it brings it a whole nother meaning yeah it does yeah, no, yeah. i think people sorry <laughs> but no, i ahead. think people kind of see it as like the the father son and the daughter control it when the force still controls it they just embody what like does that make sense like, like what the, I, what, I the what, well the force does it flows through them yeah. and makes decisions yeah yes, they, they, they still aren't the force mm-hmm. they're their own entities but they portray what the force wills so yeah they're like later on they're in like the episode symbiotically connected yeah to the world. yeah it's like it's they depict what the force wants if that makes any sense no it does like that's that's perfect way to say it go go ahead carter and that's interesting because because like the first thing anakin says to the sun is he says you're a sith and the sun like scoffs at him and i think that just shows that he's like that carter there's more to the force (laughs) wait what is that another thing Dude, that's like in the last episode. No, that's in the first episode. No, that's in that's in the first one. But oh, is the, it? It's oh, in okay. the first well, one before they get separated. Later. Okay, that's before right, they... buddy. Yeah, okay, that's right. You're no, you're right. I'm wrong. It's all good. <laughs> Wait, am I skipping? I'm not skipping. No, no, no you're yes. good. You're good. You're, you're, you're skipping yeah, a little bit. Say. But from after that question, we the Obi Wan and Ahsoka meet the sun, and the sun tells them that. Oh no, Obi Wan says that you're Sith. 
And then he's like, yes, oh, don't worry. I am yeah. neither Sith. Am I a Sith? No. Am I a Jedi? No. Um, and then he tells them uh, to find shelter because the weather on the planet can get very bad. Yeah. And Obi-Wan and Ahsoka go to a cave. And then Anakin is going up to the monastery to meet the father. And this is where things get very interesting. So we yes. see Anakin fall asleep. And Anakin has a as a illusion of Shmi. And that part was very interesting. And uh and then we have Anakin talking to Shmi, and then we have Obi-Wan speaking to Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. And then we have mm-hmm. Ahsoka speaking to her future self. So I want to ask you guys, do the force illusions that were given to Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka have any meaning? Oh, yeah. Of course. They do. Um, so I think every single illusion was really chosen for a certain person due to their connections to either certain people, certain uh, traumas they've been through, so on and so forth. So Anakin sees his mother because he will never forgive himself for that. He feels like a burden. He feels like a failure as a Jedi, a failure as a son. And that is such a weak point for him. And it's something that the son knew he could use. Um, and it means a lot to him because even through throughout that scene, you can see how he immediately apologizes to his mom for failing her, for failing as a Jedi that day. It has rocked him so much that they knew that that was a way to get to him. That was a way to connect with him. Um, And Obi-Wan, I think, sees Qui-Gon because of how connected he is to his former master. Um, Qui-Gon was like his father. And he always looked up to Qui-Gon, even in, you can see in Master and Apprentice, he always looked up to Qui-Gon and, you know, admired who he was as a Jedi. So I think in that sense, um, he wanted to kind of look onto Qui-Gon for guidance. And I think that's why he saw Qui-Gon. Um, and then Ahsoka, honestly, seeing her older self might be because of her uncertain future. Um, it, I feel like she kind of maybe doubted herself sometimes as a Padawan. And especially once you get to season five, she definitely does. She doubts herself as a Jedi as a person so i think that kind of foreshadowed that but that's my take on it very well said maria very well that's, said that's that that's 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 really yeah absolutely and the <laughs> other two add on to that Beth. oh man i have so i have two thoughts um first of all i find it so the dichotomy between obviously anakin obi-wan's visions versus ahsoka with ahsoka being her older self i find it fascinating because i think that it parallels kind of their their like matching roles. Like obviously Anakin is the son, uh, Obi-Wan's the father, and then Ahsoka is supposed to be the sister as we know. Um, but it's it parallels like that. Like Anakin will always be Shmi's son. Like he will always be the son. Uh, Qui-Gon will always be like a father figure. Um, and then Ahsoka is her, obviously she's the one who made like her own true decision that we eventually know. And this decision wasn't obviously her decision to like leave the order. Um, It wasn't based out of like guilt. Like, whereas obviously Qui-Gon made, or sorry, Obi-Wan made a promise to Qui-Gon to take on Anakin and Anakin like made a promise to his mom. Like, I'm going to, you know, try and save you. 
Um, and so that's why I find it absolutely fascinating that she shows up as her older self because it's her being like 100% true to herself, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that does make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I love the yeah. I love the little hidden meanings behind that scene. And it's super cool. And Carter, you want to go ahead and uh, speak your piece on that scene. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think like the, the one of the most major things in this arc is foreshadowing. This arc like almost foreshadows the future of each three of the protagonists, Anakin, <clears throat> Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka. And there's a quote that Shmi tells Anakin that kind of really stuck with me, and I didn't catch it until this last time I just watched it. And she says that nothing ever really dies. And I think hmm. that's that's almost perfectly foreshadowing hmm. to Anakin Skywalker returning to the light side. Um, Ahsoka, older Ahsoka, also tells Ahsoka that she needs to leave his master if she wants to like further herself and what ends up happening ahsoka is appalled whenever order ahsoka tells younger ahsoka this she's she's like appalled by this statement she's like no i would never leave my master but then what ends up happening she ends up having to leave her master so and and i'm gonna get into more foreshadowing as this arc goes on but yeah i think just foreshadowing the futures of each of these three is one of the most major takeaways that I had from this scene. And that was a cool point you pointed out, Carter, too, with Shmi saying that nothing ever really dies. And it's mm -hmm. like, because Luke mentioned earlier about the reference to The Last Jedi and what Le uh, Luke told Leia yeah. about her, about Leia's son. And he said, no one's ever really, really gone. gone. So I thought it was a very similar quote ah, when you mentioned that. Yeah. I was like, wow, it's like you you really connected the, um, the dots when, I, uh, when you uh, said that. I was like, wow. Like, how much it relates back to like um the last jedi and like how people understand the force and it's yeah. such an interesting mm -hmm. concept no yeah absolutely and... um before we go get on to the next one like here's here's some tidbits from this like episode um so sam Witwer, this was like his first uh like he did star killer yes Sammy. But, like, this, but like this is his first appearance in the clone wars as the sun and he was having trouble, like, getting the afflictions and stuff like that. He's like, I sound too much like Starkiller. And Dave was like, well, that kind of makes sense because Starkiller is, is part of the dark side. Like, he does he does things. So he's like, like seeing Sam Witwer try to talk about the Mortis arc and as a general and, like, the things that he put his input into is so fascinating. Especially the, 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 um, the scene where... Originally, the line when Anakin uh, sees Shmi is, uh, I have a wife. You have never met her. And Sam read that and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. We're going to have to do this over again. And Dave goes, why? And Sam's like, well, technically, he, Shmi has met Padme. So that, that, that doesn't make sense. So then it was changed uh, shortly after that um so that that's 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 something that popped out uh really throughout the entire mortis arc it's like sam Witwer had his hands on it as well um because i mean the guy is just a knowledge of star wars he knows he's so talented everything he is so, he's such a talented and knowledgeable guy no, like yeah. if you've seen him do he's star wars trivia, he, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. smart. Like he knows lore. He reads books. He understands everything. Like he's at one point even trumped uh, Dave Filoni in knowledge. Like it's it's crazy how much he knows Star Wars. No, yeah, absolutely. Um. So after the after each vision, after we see each vision, um, Anakin goes and confronts the father. Uh, the father tells him that uh, he and his friends uh, are here because of the chosen one prophecy and the father wanted to know if it was true or not now with this conversation why do you think Anakin believe believes he isn't the chosen one because in the scene he thinks it's a myth as everyone else believes it he doesn't so I wanted to see what you guys' thoughts are on that I, I feel like believing yourself being the chosen one would just be so hard to comprehend. So like it's almost like yeah, why right. would he why would he believe that? He was this all powerful, mighty one. Like I think it was just kind of a straight up thing. Like if someone told me that I was supposed to bring balance to the almighty force, I I probably wouldn't believe them either, because you know yourself and everyone has self doubt. I feel like yeah, it's a weird thing to understand from a first person perspective. But when you're yes. in the third, when you're in like, when you're look, when you tell someone, or like you are informed that he is the chosen one, you want to believe it. But I feel like it's, it feels like it kind of gave me like Maximus vibes from Gladiator, because because Maximus is like looked at as like this mighty god and warrior, and he's just like what's going on marcus aurelius <laughs> like he's just he just he wants to be like everyone else but but looking out towards other jedi anakin is seen as this this holy being because of the prophecy and he doesn't want to be different from everyone because that was what he was fighting his whole life it's just to be like everyone else and not be held back um until you know he became a jedi he wanted more and so forth but he didn't want more because of the prophecy. He wanted more because he wanted to be better than people. And he didn't use the chosen one prophecy as an excuse. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Well, in Char, it's interesting you bring up that parallel because we've been talking about the Last Jedi the whole time. What does Ray do? <laughs> Another Last Jedi. She just says, "I." Okay. Luke tells her that I, I'm not the one that's supposed to save everyone. That's supposed to be on you. And what does she say? No, 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 no. You're great on my Luke Skywalker. You should be the one that that saves everyone. So yeah, it's just a thing that like you're not going to believe that you're the one that's supposed to do this thing. Yeah. Do whatever almighty task yeah 
I think with Anakin, something that I always found really interesting is if being the chosen one in itself is like a form of slavery. And he came from obviously being a slave to in a physical sense. But if you are the chosen one, you are a slave to that ideology, that prophecy and all of your actions have to align with it or ostensibly they should align with it or else you're obviously going to be critiqued by people very heavily. Um, And I think that's another reason, or at least like on a subconscious level where he's like, nah, I'm good. Um, And we also learn like when he was younger, he never took advantage of that. He never, you know, he definitely really just wanted to be like everyone else, but in and of itself, it's just, you're, you're doomed. Yeah, and Luke. Mm-hmm. Also, um, there's a comment that Chase had yep, in the chat. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Okay. I got it. Yeah, he says it. the Force is a pre- is not a predetermined path. Anakin believes already that the Jedi slash the Republic isn't as perfect as he thought it as he thought, and it lo- and it made him lose faith in the prophecy. His lack of faith is what makes him deviate. And his, yeah, I find your lack of faith disturbing. Disturbing. Um, but yeah, I think it's because Anakin had so much um high belief in what it meant to be a Jedi. It was like. Because he was he was brought into the order knowing that he has this um, this prophecy on like on on his back, and and I don't think he wants that to weigh him down with with whatever he's doing. Because I think it's like, well, how did you lose? You're the chosen one. But how did you? How did you? You know, of course you won. You're the chosen one, kind of thing. He doesn't want mm-hmm. that to be the the thing that predetermines whether or not he will be successful or not he wants yeah. just his natural ability and skill to, to determine if he's a good jedi or not yeah maria i, uh, <laughs> I was just about to say something. um but i personally also think that he anakin didn't view himself very highly like he might seem on the outside that he thinks of himself as you know this all-knowing like jedi who uh, is always right about tactics and st- stuff like that. But he really on the inside felt like a failure. Um, he was always made to feel like he was a failure. Um, he failing his mom and, you know, uh, failing later Ahsoka and stuff. He never felt like he was good enough. And he was bullied when he was younger as well by other Jedi. And he just never truly believed that he fit their standards so he thought that he had to fit their standards to really fulfill this prophecy meanwhile their standards were wrong because they did they viewed the prophecy incorrectly because they thought it was just destroy the sith and you know move on and you know the jedi rise and we all have balance but meanwhile it was a lot more complicated than that so yeah oh yeah char okay and then yeah, you guys had all great takes, and I uh, I loved hearing what you had to say about Anakin's thoughts on himself being the chosen one. And so we don't really get that very often. And and then so what happens after this when the father wants to know if he's going to be the chosen one? He was like, the father's like, take one test, and I will set you free. And then he says, okay. And then we go to the monastery. And I have to say, I don't know about you guys, but this is probably one of my most memorable scenes in all of Clone Wars. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Like this is I've edited amazing. it so many times, <laughs> like so <laughs> it's, many times. It's such a cool scene, and also, um, and then we find out that the solder, the son and the daughter, kidnap Obi Wan and Ahsoka. The order of the, f- <laughs> I, I correct myself. The son and the daughter are kidnap Ahsoka and uh, Obi Wan, um, by the order of the father. 
and he uses them as subjects for Anakin's test. And that scene, I thought it was very funny when Anakin's like, I will not play your games. And the father's like, oh, but I think you will. <laughs> I've ordered my children to kill your friends. And I thought it was insanely uh, heartwarming and like kind of heroic for Obi-Wan to say, they're too powerful for us, Anakin. Save Ahsoka. And I'm like, that's that's like what the master thing should like be about, because it's like I would rather, you know, give myself up to, you know, keep your Padawan alive. That, that's like that's one of the many few reasons why we love Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, but other than that, like and then we see the test happen. What were your thoughts on the scheme and the test to see if Anakin's the chosen one? It seems very harsh. <laughs> Um, it was it was but it, i mean it, he wanted answers kind of, but, yeah, yeah it kind of was and um he he's supposed to be able to control the brother and uh the daughter like the son and the daughter so he had to be in this position where he feels as though he has to find that will inside of himself and actually do it because in other circumstances he might not feel as though the test is worthy enough of his time and his effort and he if especially if he doesn't trust in himself as um you know as the chosen one he feels like it's probably a waste of time but in this case he really had to do it because he loves the people around him and he had to take action so that is where you figure out that he is the chosen one yeah and that's and that's a good thing you mentioned too because i know that after what happened in attack of the clones he even vowed that he will not let anyone he he cares about die yeah and that scene right there really that is why he wanted power throughout the people think he wanted power to just like be better than everyone like he genuinely wanted power to not fail again like he did with his mom yeah with anyone else that's that's that's, you're right on the money of that like he wanted the power to save the people he loves and i love how the father gave him an ultimatum to either save ahsoka or save obi-wan but the chosen one has the ability to alter that that like I- ideology to be like no mm-hmm. i don't have to save one of them i can save both yep and then when Owen says the planet is the force mm-hmm. use it yeah obi-wan then, was very oh, yeah. and then the whole entire <laughs> yeah and the whole like, it turns night and then like the whole entire monastery is glowing and it's like oh my god <laughs> uh-huh yeah um beth carter again i think it's a little bit foreshadowing because Anakin just tries to do everything. He wants to he wants to help everyone, but you can't always do that. And in this case, obviously he was. And I think it was a great test by the father, since like he, or because he used two people who are the most close with Anakin. So Anakin was then forced to 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 save both of them. But no, yeah, I I, I just think it. It's, it's kind of we're starting to see where Anakin is just trying to do maybe a little bit too much. And in this case, it works. But in other cases, he tries to do a little bit too much and he kind of just implodes on him. But yeah, Beth, Beth, your thoughts? I think it's fascinating because it is such a selfless decision and it is done. It is one of Anakin's decisions that is done without any like undertones of attachment, like trying to save Padme. Obviously, he is very attached to Obi-Wan and Ahsoka, but that decision is, like, the embodiment of, I think, what 
kind of like the light side and non-attachment and like choosing things out of love is supposed to look like if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um I need to stop saying if that makes sense my I'm like my my dog would be so mad at me (laughs) doubting myself (laughs) um but yeah so I think that's his one selfless choice and you're like okay yeah he actually he is the chosen one because he's able to tap into that and that's also what makes his downfall even more tragic because we know that he has that capacity but it's never used again yep unfortunately and and that was cool that you mentioned that as well like I, i'm saying that too i feel like i say i keep on saying it's cool that you mentioned that but um because in the prequel trilogy in episodes two and three even mace windu and yoda have subtle doubts that the chosen one prophecy isn't true subtle <laughs> subtle well, <laughs> they were like i don't trust them Mm-mm. well not well not to his face but like um oh yeah no and the, yeah one, so, yeah one, mace even says he doesn't trust him and then Obi-Wan says, is he not to bring, uh, is he not to destroy the Sith and bring back to the Force? And then Mace Windu's like, so the prophecy says. Well, but so, like, also. he's doubting that. Well, to, that, to flip, that, to flip the, that to the Attack of the Clones, like, it's the opposite conversation. Obi-Wan's doubting the prophecy, and Mace, and Mace in particular is like, if he is. Yeah, and then Revenge of the Sith, it's a role reversal. It's, it's a yeah. role reversal. It's a, like it's like a 180. Well, I think. Mace also thinks a little bit butthurt because he thinks he's the chosen one. <laughs> what? Whoa, yeah, what? I, I, oh, maybe that's in just, I think that's in just Legends, <gasps> but I've heard that before. That's like something what? was like, Mace believes that he's the chosen one. I don't know. Probably got that from like that. Shatterpoint or something. I don't know. I really <laughs> yeah, no, I that's not. Probably that isn't in Shatterpoint. I, I, I don't know. I heard that somewhere. I'll have to find one. I was just like canon. the hottest of takes. Yeah, uh, anyone in the yeah. chat, can you confirm that Mace Windu tried to finesse yeah, element, to become yeah, element, it's yeah, yeah, element? It's somewhere. It is somewhere, that. I'm telling you. You're going to need it, that. Because growing up, Mace thinks that he's the chosen one. I, I, I don't know where, but it's somewhere. Maybe it's yeah. Legends, huh. and if so, I'm sorry. but Yeah. Um, I presume it is. No, yeah. <laughs> I expect would, Mace is like, yeah. no, I'm, the, the, I'm chosen the chosen one. one. Arms that crossed. Would be, that would be a, That would be an interesting story story point um no, yeah, it's a anyway. fan theory i'm sorry it's a and then we're going to continue so anakin succeeds at the test yep and he proves that he is the chosen one and the father wants to speak with him alone about what that meant and that it meant like since you're the chosen one when i die i want you to take my place to maintain balance in the galaxy and Anakin has, he kind of wasn't sure about that. Like he was kind of like second guessing like what that meant. And then after that, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka head onto the ship and leave Mortis. But right before he gets on the ship, Anakin pauses and he looks out. Kind of like uh, another Last Jedi reference. It's like right before Rey goes on the Falcon, um, mm-hmm. before she's about to leave uh, Octo. Um like she like stops and looks and then she goes. That's exactly what Anakin did here because he was thinking like, do, should I do this? Do you think this is what the, do you think according to the father, this is what's going to be best, most beneficial to the galaxy is if I stay here and maintain balance because of my prophecy. Um, And, and the cool thing is, is I keep on saying cool. I need to, I need to stop saying the word cool. Right? Interesting. Um, Yeah. And the interesting thing is like the father told him, um, that if he decides not to, that that's his choice. Um, 
And then if he doesn't take his spot after he perishes, he tells Anakin that the force will be out of balance and his selfishness or his selfishness will bring harm to the galaxy. Um, last question before we will end this episode. Do you think Anakin is selfish for attempting to leave? No. It's kind of... Okay, it's not selfish because imagine you... Look, honestly, you don't even have to imagine. You can put yourself in his position. It's like you have this duty. You have this thing you have to complete if people are counting on you and you again you want to be there to protect the people you love and these are your family your friends you it's very difficult to just leave them when you feel like your place is there to protect them and to make sure that the war goes well and you're there to save as many people as you can it's like imagine someone came up to you and was like okay you're gonna come with me to help fulfill this prophecy but like you got to leave everything behind and just forget who you, you are and where what your life was before that and and all in all he still fulfilled his prophecy just probably in a very different way and so mm-hmm. it happened either way but um it's not selfish of him to want to choose his family and his friends that's very difficult to do yeah yeah. I, I like what Chase forwarded into the black set in the chat. Anakin, no, 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 no the, the, the most recent one. one, most recent oh, one. Anakin, oh, okay. Anakin as a Jedi is selfless. Anakin is the ch- as the chosen one is being selfish, which I would, I would mostly agree. I think. Interesting. Yeah, partially. I mean, it's kind of decipher that. That yeah, like where's that line? Yeah, where's that line in the sand drawn from Star Wars? What if? What if Anakin took the place of the father? <laughs> that would be interesting. No, Beth, you're I want Star Wars. What if? So bad. That'd be Wait, so cool. The Star Wars fans can't handle what ifs. I'm yeah, no, and, they, can't handle, they can't. They can't handle what ifs. <laughs> no, um, no. Beth, your your uh, your thoughts. I think it kind of comes down to uh, the reliability of the narrator because if somebody were to. I mean, obviously, yes, he had this test, but if somebody were to be like, yeah, you're the only thing that can keep balance, you know, but it's one individual entity, it's like, how do you believe that? I guess that's the one thing that I'm like, if somebody were to say, to say that to me, I'd be like, no, I'm this not. This is a man he just met. Like, how is he supposed to yeah, take Yeah, they just seriously? met like a thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and obviously, obviously there's like the mysticism and whatnot. Um, but also, I think I one of the things, because I'm like really into ordinary definitions when you're trying to figure out stuff just by nature. And so I pull up the ordinary definition of selfish, which is uh, lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with one's own personal uh, gain or pleasure. And so, obviously, Anakin's consider in, in that moment. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? 
outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Anakin is definitely not being selfish because he is concerned for others. He is not like, that's power. That's what he wants. I mean, that's like the power yeah, is what he yeah. eventually wants. But in that is, point, yeah. he's making the decision not to take the power that he does want. Yeah, in his mm-hmm. eyes, like he could have easily chosen the power of the father if that's what he wanted, but that's clearly not what he wanted. Nope. So that's a good point. He has too much, he has too much at, he has too much at stake. He has Palpatine to 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 uh, to protect. He's got Padme who he's got to protect. He's got to protect Obi Wan and Obi Wan and Ahsoka. How is he going to literally do that everybody? He being, <laughs> yeah, he, how is he going to be able to do? How is he going to be able to do that when he's uh, keeping balance in the Force? So I mean, I I I get that. I get that choice, but um, yeah. That's the end of the episode. That's the end of the first episode of three in the Mortis arc. And uh, we sure. move to the second episode, episode 16, season three, which is titled Altar of Mortis. And the plot summary. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, wow. This is long. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big one. Okay. And... Right. Wait, wait, wait. We have to rank it. We have to rank them. No, no, no. no, no, no we no, rank no. them, we rank them as an arc. That's, a, that's, a that's an arc, not episode. Sorry. Sorry. You're yeah. good. You're good. I, I think the last time Carter was on, it wasn't for like a multiple multiple episode art that's true yeah yeah okay anyway this is like two and a half paragraphs long (laughs) all right ready (laughs) all right three two one mystery on mortis sent to discover the origin of a mysterious dress distress call obi-wan kenobi anakin skywalker and his badawan ahsoka tano are stranded are stranded on a distant planet there they discover three beings more powerful with a force than any jedi have ever seen before the father ha- keeps a fragile balance between his daughter, who allies with the light side, and the son, who drifts ever closer to the dark. With his strength falling, the father asks Anakin to stay and take his place, preserving the balance between light and dark. But after passing a perilous test, Skywalker refuses. Now we find our heroes about to depart from their journey home. Or so they think. Nice. Nice. That... that... You, you did well. You done. You done well, Char. I know. I kind of was off on some of the words, but you know. It's, no, it's all whatever. good. It's all good. <laughs> um. So as they're leaving, Anakin has a nightmare and sees himself. This part, very, very, very interesting, and I would like everybody's thoughts on it after I'm finished. Um. Uh. The Anakin he sees transforms into the sun, and he wants Anakin to join him, bringing peace to the universe, just like every other. It wouldn't be Star Wars if it wasn't one character saying "Join me," and together we can rule the galaxy. It, like, like it always happens. Um, There's what maybe like a dozen join me's in Star Wars. No, yeah, like... a dozen join me's. 
they're all really fantastically done. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Anakin to join him and bring peace to the universe. Anakin refuses, and the sun charges at him, and Anakin wakes up. Which I thought that was that's like one of like my most like terrifying scenes in all of Star Wars, where the sun's just like, "We will destroy the Sith and the Jedi," and then yes. he transforms into the the gargoyle and he charges at him i was like and like the way sam whitworth's voice is in that scene it's like oh my god (laughs) it is terrifying no yeah absolutely so what was everybody's thoughts on sam whitworth talking to uh, like 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 his performance and then like the 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 dynamic between the sun and and anakin and that because i found it so interesting it was very captivating it was very Mm -hmm. captivating the dynamic Sam, was perfect. <laughs> Sam Whitworth is the diamond in the rough, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. It reminded yeah. me so much of the Revenge of the Sith novelization with the whole <gasps> oh, um, the concept of like the dragon being inside Anakin. Yes. That was that was ex- that was same vibes. Oh my god, yes. I completely forgot about the dragon because they like in like every inner monologue that he has, there's like he's like there's this being inside of inside of me that wants to come out like it's my nature and like that 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 cap capsulate cap oh my god i can't talk capsulates capsulates, capsulates <laughs> that perfectly carter no i i mean i think it's really cool they kind of said it perfectly hey it's really re- really really well done scene yeah um so as he wakes up uh the sun manages to get onto the ship, which shouldn't really surprise anybody. I mean, the whole planet is just the force, so they're able to do everything. Um, Ahsoka gets taken by the sun well, and gets imprisoned. Go ahead. One thing Carter. to note is how angry Anakin gets. And we see like little spurts of Anakin getting angry. How pissed off he gets whenever yes. he's chasing down the sun. Mm-hmm. That is... It's uh, it, like gives you chills. Like it like zooms in on his eyes really close, and you're like, yeah, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anakin and Obi Wan chase after him, uh, mm. but he escapes. And the best part about it is like when they crash. Um. Oh my Obi-Wan, god, Luke! You and I just started laughing. Yeah. Obi Wan goes. Obi Wan's. Uh. Obi Wan's. Uh. I didn't think you saw it. Of course I saw it. It's a. It's a big. It's a big tower. Of it's course I saw tower. it. Yeah. It's a, it's a giant tower. Of course it's, I saw it. Of course I saw it. <laughs> And I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> like, that's perfect back and forth right there. Um, and I think it was Char. Anakin's sassiness. I think it was Char that also, like, so when Anakin leaves to go talk to the father, um, he, the way that it's shot is very reminiscent to Return of the King and how the Eye of Sauron is that tower. So that tower is like the Eye of Sauron and, and the rest of it is like Mordor. So like it's just like a desolate place. Yeah, it's dark. It's, and it's it that um, like that was almost pretty. That 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 was spot on when you said that chart because that's instantly what I did think. Um, but uh, back to Ahsoka. Ahsoka receives a bite from a transformed sun. Which, by the way, that mm-hmm. that little rat thing thing is disgusting. Okay. Also, so this is not there. one of my facts for the end of the episode. Um, that transformed version of the sun has no name but it's also voiced by sam whitwer yep oh really huh yeah well something interesting is whenever the sun 
and Ahsoka. I believe it's the sun, not the gargoyle. I'm not sure like what form he's in. But one of the them says the sun is the gargoyle Ahsoka, and the daughter's the griffin. No, no, no. I know, but I'm not sure if the sun said it to Ahsoka or if it was the gargoyle that said this to Ahsoka. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the, the gargoyle sun, is the big says, one, not the, not the little you know Star Wars. No, no. I'm, yeah, I meant the Star Wars Dobby. Uh, do, yeah, uh, Dobby. It's either Star Wars Dobby or the sun. Um, says if you are to survive, you must forget your master. Yep, yep, yep. It's Dobby. It's Star Wars Dobby. That's the Dobby, right? Okay, I'm okay. And again, foreshadowing of what Ahsoka must do if she wants to survive in the post Order sixty six era is that she has to forget her master and just be able to move on, not dwell. No, yeah, absolutely. I thought that that, that is a, that's a great that that that. That just that dynamic between those two and that, and then him, like what we see Ahsoka do later on, is just fantastic. Char, go ahead. And then from there, um, we obviously we see Ahsoka get imprisoned by the sun, and then, um, Ahsoka once she gets bitten by little Star Wars Dobby, she <laughs> gets corrupted and then becomes one of the sun's. I'd say uh, servants. Um, and then Obi-Wan goes to the father. Um, um, but the, but he sees the son attempt to kill him. And that's like when this whole episode just takes a whole turn. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then once that happens, the daughter's like, oh no, my, 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 my brother is getting too strong. And so what the daughter does, she takes Obi-Wan to the altar of Mortis. And they go and they go to this place. Obi-Wan goes down a set of staircases, drops on a stone, it drops. And then there comes the altar, which is, has the power to kill one of the Mortis gods. Um, and then once that happens, um, Anakin and Ahsoka... Um, interact with each other and then Anakin's like oh snips I've been looking all over for you and then Ahsoka's like oh Anakin oh how powerful you are and like uh, he, she was obviously she sounded like she was possessed yep um straight out of so uh, like, the exorcist yeah that was it was that was a pretty crazy fight no and thank you once, Ashley Eckstein and once Obi-Wan and the daughter come back and once Obi-Wan joins the fight he sees she sees that Obi-Wan has the altar <laughs> and then her mind is like kind of linked with the sun. So she sees the altar and she's like, where did you get that? Give it to me. <laughs> then she lunges at it and tries to get it. Um, and then she gets the altar and gives it to the sun. And then right when she gives it to the sun, boom, she dies. And then Anakin gets extremely upset. And right when the son's about to kill the father, the daughter steps in and she takes the blow. Yes. And the son gets really upset and just flies off. And then right here, I think this is like one of like the best Ahsoka moments, not even just like for this like episode, but for the whole future of Ahsoka and like her connection to Mortis. Um, the daughter dies and she 
transfers her force es- essence into Ahsoka. Um, and I have a Through question Anakin. for you guys. I have a question yes. for you guys. Do mm-hmm. you think the death of the daughter foreshadows the death of the Jedi? Because since she is the embodiment of the light side. I think it means multiple things. Sorry. Um, no, you're fine. I think it means multiple things. So Because well, like you said, like this whole entire we, arc is about foreshadowing. Yes. So I think, yes, it does kind of foreshadow the death of the Jedi. Um, but I also think it foreshadows the death of Padme. As so? in, so say, Interesting. say so? that the first, son first you say Mace repres- Windu is the chosen one, and now, and now okay, like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know if we can trust you anymore. <laughs> yeah, whoever's wearing red, get out of here. I kind of know my stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Continue. So if if the sun rep in this instance, if the sun represents Anakin, the daughter represents Padme. And the father represents Obi Wan. I thought you. I thought you were mentioning the daughter represents Ahsoka. I thought that's no, what that no, no, made Padme. The no, no, Padme. The the daughter, in a way, represents Padme. As in the son's hate for the father, as in Anakin's hate for Obi Wan, he kills Padme, and as in he oh. accidentally kills Padme, and as in his rate, and as in the son's rage for the father, he accidentally kills. The daughter. The daughter. That. Which, what does he immediately do? He immediately goes away and he's immediately upset and he's like, what have I done? It's the same thing with Anakin. That, that's, 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 that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think, from what, how you said it, I don't think the daughter is like, well, no, as it's like Padme, but like there's a parallel to it. No, yeah, yes, that's, that's, that's the parallel. I think he's yes. making the parallel. I don't think yeah, he's making yes. the mm-hmm. exact. I, in that know, parallel, that yeah. parallel. Makes I thought you meant like she was like directly connected to Padme. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I just <laughs> meant that like she's like it's just a, it's a parallel. Yes. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's in, that's very very interesting because mm-hmm. it goes down exactly almost like Revenge of the Sith at the end. It yeah, goes down right. almost exactly like it, and the parallels there are just in that 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 was very well done, very well done, Carter. Uh, and then um. Did everyone go yet? Everyone Maria, no. Maria was definitely going to say something. Okay. Give me a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> it kind of left my memory for a bit, but I think the death of the daughter can also just represent because it it's not like her dying means that the Jedi are doomed. It means that her dying represents that the Jedi have already doomed themselves. So that's kind of how I see it because. Huh. Um, at this point, the Jedi had lost their way and they weren't actually um, standing where the Jedi should have been. They they were corrupt, involved in war. They had already lost themselves before. But like in a way, her dying kind of represents that um, because they had already like they were already on the path of destruction, and her dying is just a symbol of that. No, yeah, that's very well said, Beth. Oh man, I have okay. So I think it's again, it's fascinating that obviously she's her life essence is transferred into Ahsoka because as we know, Ahsoka is one of the last remaining Jedi or not Jedi, I guess, after 66. Um, I think again, it's true what should 
to be more so than any of the members of the order. Um, but I think it's, yeah, it's just, it's fascinating that it's through her. Um, yeah, I just, I, it's just such a great metaphor. But I think as, as far as it like foreshadowing the death of the Jedi order, I think obviously the, the order was gone at that point. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What about you, Luke? Uh, I like what everybody said, like a little bit of the parallels and stuff like that. Like, yes, the Jedi, like, and we'll find out more in phase three of the High Republic about what caused the Jedi to not be like what they are in the High Republic. Because the High Republic, they are so much different, so much different than they are in the yeah. prequels. And like at the end of the High Republic is a little is 20 years before um, the, before uh, Phantom Menace. Yes. No, 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 I'm not 20. Well, no, no, Acolyte. Acolyte is 20 years before. Well, Dooku I, was, I was referring to, yeah, yeah I was referring to Dooku Jedi right. Lost because Count Dooku was born in 102 BBY. So he was technically living during the time of the High Republic. Mm -hmm. um, and then in, I believe the High Republic ends in 82 BBY. So 50 years before mm -hmm. the Phantom Menace. Yep. So. Think. Yeah. And anyways, we will, and, can, we are almost done with Altar of Mortis. And wait, wait, Carter had something. One more thing about that little sequence. And I think it just further confirms Anakin's chosen one. Because he's the one that's from um, the daughter. So it's Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. That, that's that's yeah. which is a, it's a good segue into this next question for all of you. What are your thoughts on the Force transference? And is it similar to the Force healing in the sequel slash DeLorean? What it is versus this, but for now I'm kind of like divided. 
like half and half. Yeah, I I see how you can see it as different because like with the way that it worked is with the father was behind Anakin and Anakin was it was, was it was, was the, like the, was the conduit thing. between like, the two. Yeah, it had to. Um, it was very intricate. It wasn't just like one person does it. Do yeah, else. it wasn't like how Grogu healed Grief Karga or how Ray healed um, the Vexus or Kylo um, just by touching it and just healing it. It was like there was a lot more to it. So I see what you meant. Yeah. Sorry. Anyone else? Beth? Sorry. Um, I think it was almost I yeah, I completely agree with Maria because it seems almost more like a power transfer as opposed to healing, with mm-hmm. you obviously the father who is ostensibly still the leader at that point, um, mm-hmm. or the keeper of the balance, sort of. But yeah, it it just it feels like a different dynamic. Both are obviously both you are a conduit of different portions of the force but yeah there's definitely some sort of imbalance there and another thing is like she had to be dying to actually like like agree and go ahead with the force like with the transfer of energy she had to actually be in a position where she was going to lose it rather than just give it Mm -hmm. i don't know and they also needed that vessel and anakin to Mm -hmm. perform that so yeah, I'm gonna say that they are different. Though so, I, I think it's really funny how everyone likes to bash on Ray for force healing, but then everyone forgets that Grogu did it. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Everyone's um, just like, "Oh, Grogu." So yeah, I will say, fact. This yeah, is Luke, an, go ahead. This is an interesting question because I think there, I, 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 I think you can, I think so transference right we're going to talk about transference first it happened in the clone wars and it also i i believe that what ben does at the end of the rise of skywalker is very similar Mm, he's willing to give up he's willing to give up his life force and that's a transference that's not force healing that he does he literally gives his whole transferring (laughs) of his being his force his force to ray to bring her back to life Transference and healing are two separate abilities, but I believe that they are kind of intricate together. Yeah, they're, the, they're similar, but they're, they're, similar, they're but trying they, to they, uh, accomplish but, different things. Like, yes. there's a difference between healing a wound and healing a healing life. life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Or bringing back to life. So, I mean, transference is like we, we've seen it in, in, in two different things. And I and I love that Ben does that for Ray at the end of The Rise of Skywalker. And it, and, and it vindicates that. That that the diet is that the diet is a true thing and like that that whole thing is like it it that last scene was just like yes that's a great callback to the Clone Wars with with a Skywalker saving somebody that they genuinely care about I was like mm-hmm. I'm here for it how did Ben do it I haven't even really I'm not like that big into the sequel so I'm like how did he know how to do it. Um, well, he touched just her stomach. In, just, just, in, just, just basically. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, well, there's not Broker a whole lot. The there's thing. not. There's not like a whole lot of uh, explanation. Nope. To it <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, but Ben, I, I believe there's a. I believe in the Rise of Skywalker <laughs> novelization. There's like an inner thing, where, kind of like how all the Jedi show up to to Ray, like I yeah. think Luke is able to. Because he does come what he does exactly like what Obi-Wan does, what what Luke does. He becomes one with the force. It's kind of like the explanation that I hope we get in the Return of the Jedi, a certain point of view of 
when Anakin dies, Obi-Wan comes to him and tells him, we don't have much time. This is how you do this. And I feel like you could have, like, you, you can make the case that Luke did that for Ben as well. Yeah, like well, we have to wait another year for that small... Yeah, exactly. I can't wait for that certain point of view. But that's the end of, of the second part of the arc. Now, Char, round All right, it out. are you ready? Round it out. Yeah, I'm going to read the, um, the plot summary, and Luke can go ahead and kick us off for the episode. All right? Got it. <clears throat> All right. Episode 17, Ghost of Mortis. Stranded. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Sky. Oh. <laughs> no. Death. <laughs> Let me clear my throat a little bit, all right? <laughs> Episode 17, Ghost of Mortis. Yeah, I know. I know. It's never often where I have to read uh, three plot summaries. Uh-huh. Stranded. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and his Padawan Ahsoka Tano are caught in the middle of a treacherous battle between good and evil. The scales now tip toward the dark side. Our three warriors must guard against attack as they plan their escape. A great weight has been placed on Anakin's shoulders, for it is now that he must face who he really is. Great job, Char. Hey, hey, I had a little bit of stoppage, but that didn't stop me. No, yeah. So Anakin, Anakin, uh, Obi-Wan, and and Ahsoka are attempting to take off, um, but Anakin's not so sure. He uh, says to Obi-Wan, I, I, I don't think this is the right decision. I think I need to talk to the father again. And Obi-Wan's like, are you sure about this? And he's like, well, that's well, what are we going to do? We still can't get off the planet. So what what else do you want me to do? So he goes and talks. Um, he, he says that I, he wouldn't feel right if he didn't get consent to leave. And he goes and does that. Um, the father suggests, uh, no, actually, is this where where he's walking and, and Qui-Gon appears to him? Is it in this episode or was that in the last yes, one? Yes, it's in this episode. Okay, so as Anakin is walking towards to to talk to the father, Qui-Gon does show up. And it's the conversation that he has with Anakin, I think, is very, 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 very powerful. Um, And it's like, how am I supposed to know that I'm doing the right thing? And Qui-Gon says, you will know. You will know, and I... I believe that you are going to bring balance to the force. Like he has that conversation with Qui-Gon, which is very, very powerful. Um, The father suggests that both uh, him and Anakin's fates aren't certain uh, anymore. Uh, And he also sends him to, uh, I think he sends him to the dark side to like, to where the, to where the sun, sun lives. Um, Ahsoka gets stuck, uh, stuck on the shift. Um, uh, Obi-Wan confronts, uh, the father to ask where Anakin is. And he says that he has sent him to the dark side cave. Um, Anakin, uh, gets there, confronts the, the son. The son tells him, uh, I can tell you the future. I can show you everything that will happen. And this is this is the most this is probably the most intense he part says, of the episode. What if I can show, show you, you the, the future? future? And yes. I like every single time I watch this particular episode, I'm just like, holy shit! Like Sam Witwer is just a god. Um, and then we get the whole montage. We hear the Imperial March. The force is strong. We see all of the events in Revenge of the Sith. We see. And... We see Alderaan get blown up in A New Hope. 
and then we see the silhouette of Vader. Um, hypothetical, if Anakin didn't have his mind wiped, what do you believe what would have happened? What would have happened? Well, if he didn't get his mind wiped, then he would have he would have stayed the same way. Yeah, like, but I mean, like, let's mm-hmm. let's talk big picture here. Him and the sun get off 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 world. Like, what would happen? Oh, galaxy's over. <laughs> well, <laughs> this world's done. Well, yeah, but yeah. Uh, we're all dead. <laughs> yeah. Anybody? Anybody got any like what ifs that you would bring out? Yeah, I remember Camille in the chat was mentioning a a what if uh, idea yeah, that the, if Anakin yeah. stayed as or took his place as the father, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, uh, I, I feel like it, it, you go, you can go. Okay, he would have been very broken first off, but I also feel like the prophecy wouldn't have been intact. Um, it wouldn't have been completed in the way the force wanted in the way it has been willed for it to happen and i feel like it would have taken a whole different turn and especially if the sun was involved it wouldn't have been a very good thing at all um but even if you know the sun wasn't involved i feel like wiping the memory was the best idea for anakin otherwise the prophecy wouldn't have been fulfilled I feel like he would have either tried to avoid it completely or he would have just turned immediately and maybe taken a completely different route. Um, instead of, you know, turning to the dark side, then coming back, he might have just stayed turned. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Carter? I, yeah, I, I I think he still would have turned. Because I, I think he Anakin would have gotten so obsessed over what just happened that it, he though it may have looked a little bit different i still think i think it may have maybe even just sped up the process yeah i could see that beth mm-hmm. i think yeah um similarly i there's like a great metaphor that when you're trying to avoid something that you know is happening like if you're driving down the side of the road and you see an accident the more you're looking at it while you're driving the more likely you are to actually get in an accident and so i could see that same principle being applied yeah to if Anakin is actively trying to avoid this. He's also, if he is trying to avoid this future, if he were to remember it, he's doing that out of fear um, mm-hmm. because he knows what he'll become. And fear is inherently linked to the dark side. So it's just kind of a lose-lose mm-hmm. situation for him, which is not fair. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and after seeing all the visions, the brother does the Empire Strikes Back, join me and we can, we can, dis- we can destroy this emperor. We can... We can rule the galaxy. We, we we can do whatever we want. It's basically the sun giving the Anakin speech to Anakin from Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, um, and here's, an, here's the other question. How does Anakin's visions of Mortis mirror the events of the overall Star Wars saga? All nine films. I mean, we see like everything in those visions. Yeah, like, but like how how like might have been a dumb question. <laughs> it's hard when they answer. No. I mean, it's it's. I mean, we do. We see like a ton of major events in that thing, and just Anakin. If I was Anakin, in that I'd be like, "What the hell is going on?" Um, I. Let someone else go. Um, 
I guess else? if we're tying it, if we're tying it into like the whole trilogy and the whole saga, it's we don't get to see, or at least like Anakin doesn't get to see his redemption if he yes. were to turn to the dark side, exactly. which is an essential part of your future um or essential part of his future so Mm -hmm. i guess that's kind of my thought i don't as far as it tying into the sequels i think i'd have to give it a little more thought but that was that was kind of yeah Mm -hmm. i actually agree with her and then like again sequels i don't know how that honestly there's a lot of things i have to learn about the sequels not gonna lie i'm not like the biggest sequel fan i've watched the movies like a couple times and I yeah. focus a lot of my knowledge on prequels and originals, so I'd yeah. have to Do think you like about to read? it. <laughs> yeah, if Do you, you like, like to read, read yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of good books. We'll give you out. yeah, uh, there is. We'll give you a few recommendations after this. Yeah, yeah, for sure, good. for sure. Um, uh, and I mean, just like Beth said, he doesn't see he doesn't see the birth of his children. He he doesn't see his redemption. He doesn't see like. Anything any he doesn't good. see, he doesn't see any good because obviously it's the brother showing him everything, which is is kind of funny because I think the son only knows what's going. What he doesn't know the whole. He won't. He doesn't know all of the events. He just knows the dark side events. Yeah, because mm-hmm. so that would make a ton. He is the embodiment of it, so that makes a whole bunch of sense that he doesn't see Luke, Leia, um, or 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 Ben. I think it would have been interesting if the sequels would have been around during this, like when the Clone Wars were coming out, like getting a sign of Kylo, kind of something similar. That or or Kylo standing there and talking to Vader's mask, being like grandfather, show me. Like if if Anakin saw that, that would have been that would have been amazing. That would have been mm-hmm. just ridiculously cool. Um, so Obi Wan's worried about Anakin. Uh, he gets there. Uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan basically have the Revenge of the Sith talk, but like very like it, it's a lot more fleshed, fleshed, fleshed out. Um, the conversation's actually better dialogue, in my opinion, here than it is in the actual movie. Um, but uh, Anakin says, I know what I have to do to destroy it, to, to end the Clone War. And Obi-Wan's like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what, you sound like a crazy man. And he pushes the speeder, uh, the extra speeder into the, like, the lake, uh, the, the lake of lava. Um, and he takes off. And Obi-Wan tries to go after him, and the, and the brother stops him from going. Um, so he, Obi-Wan gets Ahsoka on the comms and is like, take out the power core. He's coming. We need to get out of here. Like, let's, let, like, we can't be. Um, like we can't let them escape. It's too much. So Ahsoka grabs it and um and takes off. Uh she gets on another speeder and goes and goes to Obi-Wan and picks him up while Anakin and the brother are like, dang it, they've out they've outsmarted us. So they're going back to the father and um the brother takes off uh to, to confront the father while the father uh, comes back and goes what have you done like what 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 and anakin tells him i can i i know what i i i've seen what i have i will i will become and he's afraid which is interesting because it's not like he's he, he's using that af- he's he's afraid he's not like he's actually like a sith lord he's still got the the um paid actor portrayal i didn't see it coming life can be so unpredictable After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. 
the mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Good in him which is always said throughout the int- entire uh, prequel and sequel, uh, prequel and uh, original trilogy, um, especially in Re- Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Sith in particular. Um, so he's, he still is worried about that, right? Um, and the father says, you, you, you will now uh, forget what you have seen. Basically doing a whole restart. Um, quite, well, I mean, I guess this goes hand in hand with the last question. Do we think uh, it would have been good for Anakin to keep the memory of Palpatine's identity intact? I, I don't think it would have changed anything. I think it would have changed because it, but... he did. Oops, sorry, you go. No, you're fine. Um, I think it would have changed it, but instead he'll see Palpatine as the problem, right? But he'll continue down that dark path. I feel like it would have taken that kind of a turn because he's already so, you know, clouded. And are you are you saying like like just complete like memory wipe again or just so so the memory wipe? But they but for some reason he remembers Palpatine as the Sith Lord. Okay, then you're the Sith Lord. Honestly, he'd definitely question it because Palpatine seemed to be his best friend for all these years. That dynamic would have been interesting to see the 65 year old guy and me a 22 year old's my best friend yeah um but he definitely i think after fives reveals the chips and stuff he might get a bit of a click in his head i don't know if he how he would have acted on it because again palpatine he trusts like palpatine has always been there for him when everyone else doubted him when everyone else you know diminished him so he would have still turned to Palpatine and been like, hey, like, is this true? And Palpatine might have just been the master manipulator again and manipulated him back on track. But you never know. Maybe he would have figured it out. He's not that stupid. <laughs> and then and then, and then, then no. watching Revenge of the Sith being like, oh, my God, you know. You know. Yeah. And you still don't go the right way. Well, Dang in it. Legends, it's actually no, I, I, in, in Legends, um, there was, because in the clone contingency, there's 150 orders. In Legends, there was another one established, Order 151, is that if Vader betrays Palpatine, because it was early along in the Empire, so there were still clones, um, uh, Palpatine would execute Order 151 and would order all the clones to attack Vader if Vader were to betray Palpatine. That's so I was like... Interesting. Carter? I so so the reason I don't think it would really change anything is because we saw this happen. Palpatine tells Anakin he's the Sith Lord. Anakin still falls. Well, that's true. So like I, I I think Palpatine would still manipulate his way out of it. 
Well, like again, the reason why Anakin straight up tells him that he's yeah. Sith Lord. Well, well, Anakin knew he was a Sith Lord, but Anakin was like, he has the power I need. Yeah. So what also, do I do? Another thing yeah, is but like, I, I just, I don't, I don't he, know. I just think Palpatine would still. He had find no reason to. He had no reason to doubt him until then. But then, if he actually got, you know, if he remembered that Palpatine's a Sith Lord, then he gets like. Uh, you know, the message from Fives and it actually clicks in his head. He might have been able to avoid the situation to an extent. I don't know if Palpatine could have pulled something else, but in that moment he had visions of Padme already. He was already crumbling towards the dark side, the closest he had ever been. So hearing like he, in that moment, if he figured out um, in season three that Palpatine's a Sith Lord, he still tr- believes in the Jedi. He still um more tempted to continue his path as a Jedi but towards season seven of the Clone Wars and like towards like Revenge of the Sith at this point his trust is shaken he doesn't trust the Jedi Mm -hmm. and his view has completely changed from season three he's not the same person anymore he's changed a lot he's been through a lot of trauma especially after losing Ahsoka he doesn't trust the Jedi so that is why it was so much easier for him to trust Palpatine in that situation especially since he was so desperate to make sure he doesn't fail yeah i think and, it's a bit different yeah and and no, no matter how much it is a meme that's why when palpatine tells anakin about the tragedy of darth Plagueis the wise and it's such a big part of the movie like yeah he literally yeah. manipulates anakin to be like hey we can save people from death yeah and, he's and like, like it's possible to learn this power not from a jedi the the jedi had hid every fact about that like they hid many facts from him so he starts hearing about the sith and they don't seem as evil as he once was told yeah so yeah Beth? oh man so i think you have two really interesting dynamics here and the first is the the anakin palpatine dynamic and the fact that like palpatine even like when anakin was younger if you've read the obi-wan and anakin comic he's uh he's like calling anakin like oh yeah they he's my to son the when they're undercover yeah but he's like he's my son and so he definitely had that yeah yeah he was a he's a master manipulator Um, but there's definitely that issue though with like the whole because all anakin has ever wanted is like a father figure and some stability in his life and so now he's dealing with okay yeah (laughs) never did um now he's dealing with the fact that like this person is now evil and everything that i'm supposed to destroy so there's some there's that aspect as well However, I would argue that, like, I honestly think the big, one of the, obviously, Ahsoka leaving the Order was a big, like, schism, if you will. But I think one of the, another thing um, that hadn't happened yet, and why I think Anakin actually would do the right thing, um, is because, like, the Rako Hardian situation hadn't happened yet. Oh, Where he felt, which, like, that, every single what like that betrayed Anakin's trust in Obi-Wan like a hundred percent and at this point he's he still trusts Obi-Wan and I feel like if he were to be like hey Obi-Wan Palpatine's kind of a Sith I feel like that'd be something he would want to talk with him about then but after the Hardeen arc like it's done I get so heated over that arc over the deception arc I get so heated because his whole life he was told that the thing so he he had he needed attachments to really stay alive and sane like when he was enslaved and tortured and beaten along with his mother, like having that attachment to his mother kept him going, kept him focused and determined to bring better towards the world. So he, he thought attachments, he grew up atta- thinking attachments were the 
good things and they are which the jedi don't think they are but they still are if they're dealt with properly so when he goes in they judge him a lot for having attachments they say it's wrong but you know what we're gonna use your attachment we're gonna benefit off of it you're gonna think that when your father figure your brother figure dies okay you're gonna think that you're gonna break down and we're gonna use that reaction to trick everyone else because your attachment benefits us now. So how can you trust someone like that? Like his trust was completely shaken afterwards and with Ahsoka and like, I, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. Ugh, that, that arc gets me. <laughs> oh yeah. And that's very, very true. That's very true. I still vividly remember Anakin's face when he has his hood up. God, best, the oh, the best like... shot of him. Mm-hmm. In that I, like, you I, can I see the anger actually. in his face. Yeah, I have the edit, an edit actually, and it like hit like a hundred and sixteen thousand likes. It was like I'm very proud of it um, for that. But like, it, I wanted to depict that the Jedi were very flawed, and you know, Anakin's not going to view them as these perfect people anymore. Many people didn't view them as that. Same as like the Martez sisters, like they didn't view them as perfect. They viewed them as problematic. So, yeah, and and like like I said. If the Jedi had, if the Jedi had, um, Jedi therapists, just like they do in the High Republic, this all could have. Everything would have been fine. Everything would have been fine. Just talk to Elzar, man. Like that guy is the embodiment of the of Anakin Skywalker done like correctly. Like <laughs> like what he what he should have been. Um, like it it's 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 crazy. Um. So the father uh, ends up sacrificing himself uh, Anakin, uh, for Anakin to kill the son. Um, last question for the art. Can – go ahead, Carter. You're going to say something? How would you see that? I like just move my lips. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say dad. something, but I was like, uh, well, there's just one, one more thing I wanted to point out with. Yes. It's Ahsoka is having a conversation with Anakin. And she says, and because of you, I survived. And not only that, I was able to lead others to survive as well. Okay. Again, foreshadowing Ahsoka joins the rebellion is leading people to yes. survive against Vader as kind of the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. And like Pep said, Ahsoka showed Anakin the true meaning of, of non-attachment, the ability to leave the Jedi Order and let go. And he you says, must let go "This is why. This is why Ahsoka leaving the Order and was the most Jedi thing to do." That's, and I'm that's just thinking, like the true that that scene where uh, the father's like, "And now I die." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and now <laughs> I die. Like, once once the Obi Wan Kenobi show comes out, I I will die comfortably. <laughs> and then once no, yeah. it's said and done, and now. I die. I die. <laughs> no, yep, that will be me. Yes. That will be me. Uh, and so, like, here's the, here's the question: Can the father become a force ghost and manipulate events? Uh, manipulate events through the the, the living force? No. Maybe. No. Maybe he's a. Local. I mean, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you say maybe he's a wolf? No, no. I'm literally, his animal is literally a wolf. No. Locals, you know, like you know, opinion, Mortis and mm-hmm. rebels. Mm-hmm. Dude. No force ghost, like they're not allowed to interfere or manipulate, and neither is the father. He might be the embodiment of balance, but he's still not the force itself. So he has no control over it. 
Yeah, that was Even literally why he, he was imprisoned. Be, yeah. Why he imprisoned <laughs> Yeah, so I there's just no way he would even try to do that. Even if he did, like, he wouldn't even interfere. He would give his two cents and just let it happen. Mm. So, I Carter, think it, Beth? Oh, sorry. No, no, Beth, go ahead. Oh, well, it's interesting because they're obviously, like, the gods of Mortis. And so you have that whole, like, mortal versus immortal power. And I think that's why I think like the force ghost dynamic wouldn't work with a god, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Um, Pep, again, dropping knowledge. Force ghosts do not don't interfere. They they show the way, and the living are the ones who must make the make the yeah, choices. Yeah, literally what Obi Wan said to Luke yeah. right when okay. right before he's I about to leave. I can't, I can't interfere. I can't. I can't interfere. Yeah, look at Morai. Just beside Ahsoka and vibes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So Carter. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I agree with with Beth and Maria that no, they cannot. Yeah, I'm just laughing. At What's funny, Char? You said, "Look at Morai, just chills beside Ahsoka and vibes." vibes. No, she does. She literally <laughs> does. Chilling. Um, Char, uh, three interesting facts. All right, guys, are you ready? Yep. Luke, I know you like this one. Ready? Oh heck yeah! Three interesting facts about a certain Clone Wars arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 17, the Mortis Arc Edition. Fact 1, the Phantom Menace reference. Slight refrains of John Williams' Episode 1 score can be heard during Qui-Gon's appearance, as well as the Force theme when Obi-Wan speaks of Anakin. Fact 2, connection to Lord of the Rings. The Sun's Cathedral is an homage to the Tower of Ornthonk from the Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers, which was also a single dark tower set within a circle. A quote from Dave Filoni states, If you know the Lord of the Rings films, you may notice that the tower itself resembles Saruman's staff. For those of you who haven't watched Lord of the Rings, Saruman is played by Sir Christopher Lee, who plays Dooku in episodes two and three. (sighs) Fact three, more more Ralph McQuarrie designs. Some of the concept design for the Well of the Dark Side was taken from early Ralph McQuarrie designs from subterranean levels of the Imperial Palace where Luke was going to face the Emperor deep, w- deep within Coruscant in Return of the Jedi. That's amazing. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about the Mortis arc. All right, y'all. Uh, let's get to ranking this episode. Uh, so everybody in the chat, I want to know what your thoughts are, your what your rankings are. Uh, Youngling Bad, Padawan Okay, Jedi Knight Good, Jedi Master Great, Grandmaster Chef's Kiss. Um, we haven't had a ton of grandmasters, but I feel like we've after only this had point, we've few. only had one. We've only had one, and Which that was, was the, the pursuit, um, of, the pursuit, the pursuit of, peace. of peace and the heroes on both sides. The heroes the on both arc. sides are earlier in the season. That was the only grandmaster that everybody chose. Element um, seven in the chat said grandmaster. Nice. Yep. Um, um. Let's let's go around. Um. Let's go with Maria first, since she yeah. is the newbie on the Pop Ones podcast. Yep. Uh, easily grandmaster. It's my favorite arc. Grandmaster. So, like it's just perfect in every aspect for me. So I'd give it Grandmaster. Carter. Grandmaster, it's not even close. Uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. the world building, the lore, the tie into rebels, like it's it's like just perfect. Oh yeah. Like, that this arc is I would say top three. Top three arcs in the Clone Wars. I would agree. I'd absolutely agree. Beth. 
Grandmaster. This there is like go. this is the lore. This is what we. I yeah. It's arguably. I would say even outside of the Clone Wars, it's probably one of the top pieces of Star Wars media, just in general. Char. Um, if you could take a guess, it'd be crazy. But I'd say uh, Grandmaster. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd say the few reasons why this is a Grandmaster for me is because one, it solidifies that Anakin is the chosen one. The second one is is it shows how much Anakin has learned and what Anakin has been through prior to him becoming Darth Vader. Wait, we, he sees those, he sees the future and gets those visions and we understand where his stance is in the force. And my last one is just how well they work together to figure this all out. Like it's crazy how much, how how well Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka work together. Like, and this is one of those moments where they have to leave a planet where they're stuck on, and Anakin uses his power, and Obi-Wan and Ahsoka work together to figure out a way to, yeah, we're going to do this. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills... Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. We need to stop the sun. The father needs to do what needs to be done. And that's what happens. And I just like it's there's just so much that is just brought up in this arc. And yeah, it's Grandmaster for me. Grandmaster for me. It's a top three arc for me. and, And it's really close to like being like the best thing that's that's happened to star wars especially for force lore and everything like that so um that's it for the arc now now we are going to talk about star wars news and to talk about our favorite favorite jedi he's not my favorite skywalker don't speak for me don't speak for me well well ezra bridger exists (laughs) let's 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 get into it 
Might I point? Might I point out? We're not getting a Qui Gon show. We might be getting an Ezra show. We're getting an Obi Wan Kenobi show. Bam. Why not? Qui Gon Jinn. Bam. And and Obi Wan's not even Obi Wan's not even my favorite favorite character. It's Anakin, but like Anakin's my favorite character, and I will. Oh, he'll always be my favorite character. But Qui Gon's my favorite Jedi because I love who he is. He's a maverick. There you I, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's um, perfect. To so, be fair, Obi Wan isn't like, even Obi Wan's favorite character. So because of Obi Wan, like because my, of Obi Wan. Like, Wait, we're getting like a Kenobi show. Quoted to, uh, Darth Maul. Yeah. Um. So a little a little trailer dropped yesterday. A little. Uh, a little. A little. Nothing that the internet or me or uh, Maria or or, uh, or any of us cried about. Um. Uh, thoughts on the trailer? What, what, what? From what we saw, like, what gets you excited for this show? Everything. I don't even know. Like, what, what do you? Like, I want Force Ghost Qui Gon. I, I think too. we're gonna. Me I think too. we're gonna get Force. I just Ghost wanted. To, I just want him to want Obi Wan to be walking in the sands of Tatooine. All you hear is Obi Wan. I think. I know you failed. Like there's that one. <laughs> still of him. But there is another way to save him. Of him in a cave, and I feel like that's when it's gonna yes, happen. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. gonna have a flashback, and he's gonna wake up, and he's gonna be traumatized. And, I know my long know, hair looks beautiful. Suffering with PTSD, <laughs> and then yes, that's when Qui Gon steps in to give him guidance because at this point he has Obi Wan has crumbled, and he is he hates himself <laughs> pretty much. So yeah, and it's just like what happens on Mortis. Like he's trying to look, trying to uh, ask Qui Gon for guidance, and yeah. And that's that's what connected so well with us talking about the Kenobi show with Mortis. It's like Obi Wan is has a lot going in his head, and he's gonna need a lot of a lot of help. Yeah. Um. I and and also I was just about to bring this up. It's guaranteed the Skywalker book, uh, by Kristen Baber. Yeah. Skywalker: A Family at War. Great book. Great is that, book. Is that you get. Yeah, what is it? I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. It's, oh, yeah, like, it's, it's like a biblical. It's so, kind of like a. It goes through the events of the entire saga from from Phantom so, Menace to Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it says a lot about uh, Kylo Ren in that book. Too. It says a lot about Kylo Ren, Anakin, uh, Obi Wan, just all of, like the main story points. Yeah, and Luke, this is one of the points that I've told you about. Like I know you reference a New Hope, uh, a certain point of view, but he um, element element said it's guaranteed that the Skywalker book by Kristen Baver says that. Qui-Gon appears to Obi-Wan 10 years after Order 66. That fact drop lining up with the show's timeline is not coincidence. So, Element, I will say this. I thought it was always understood that uh, in the Master and Apprentice uh, excerpt from A New Hope, Obi-Wan is actually seeing him for the first time ever. He can commune with Obi-Wan with Qui-Gon 10 years. He just can't Qui-Gon can't manifest himself up until A New Hope. Am I wrong or am I right on that? Anybody that knows? I think I... he says you look more clear. Like, he says you look clearer. Okay. So I think he could, it's like he's manifesting himself. And that's actually in part of Qui-Gon's dialogue. He's saying that he's trying to do it more specifically for Obi-Wan because he knows Obi-Wan's about to go die. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he can sort of see him, but it's the first time that Obi Wan says like, "Oh, you're very clear in the Force," basically. Okay, that okay, that's where my, because I thought I took that as if like that was the first time he had seen Qui Gon clearly, but like I guess it makes sense. I mean, we're <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get Liam Neeson. Qui Gon shows up. Obi Wan, 
I'm here with John John. And then I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's a clown now. No, no, it's like that we, robot we chicken where public. Yeah, where uh where Jar Jar shows up to Darth Vader and Vader just like pushes him outside yeah, of I'm just thinking like him. What would be the dialogue between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan if Qui-Gon does show up? Like man, it would just it would just crush my heart to like see Dude, Obi-Wan yeah. just Obi-Wan's emotion because Qui-Gon yeah. sent him on this task to train the boy that Qui-Gon was supposed to train. And that was his death wish. And Obi-Wan failed. And like he just would seeing be... what Qui-Gon would say to him would be like like the reassurance that he will get will mm-hmm. just oh it'll just oh my emotions will run so high. He would yeah. be apologizing, like begging for forgiveness, and I, the Qui-Gon will definitely be like, "No, this is how things are supposed to go. Trust it. Like, yep. don't blame yourself." Because I personally also think that we'll get a Shmi's grave moment, maybe, possibly, yeah. and I will die. Canon. It's canon. It is it's, canon. It's canon. So, yeah, it's canon in the so in the Soka novel, Ahsoka. but yeah. um. I think they'll bring it to live action as well. I actually made a TikTok and people were like, it's not canon. I'm like, read, it's in the book. It's definitely canon. canon. And in Ahsoka and in. Respect E.K. Johnston. Come on. Yeah, 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 and in a certain point of view, because in, like Beth was saying, Beth, go go, go ahead and talk that. Oh, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's canon uh, in. Page 185 uh, of of the Ahsoka novel. Yeah, Mm -hmm. time of death in a certain point of view, because that's where Obi Wan leaves toys for Luke. That he makes for Luke to find. I've been um, watching your videos. Trust me, <laughs> I'm traumatized. <laughs> it, hurts. it hurts. It hurts. I, so much. <laughs> I'm. I, so, in speaking of the toy, um, so you know the scene that of him sitting. There's something next to him. I think it's a T16 that he made out of wood. He's going to do exactly Aww. what he did in. There's he's going to leave Wars? that. He's gonna leave leave that T sixteen next for uh, for Luke to grab because that was a and also stone. like I think the part that hit me well I, the end hit me the most because it's Vader and that's that's what I'm everything I, hit <laughs> yeah everything hit there but like seeing Luke basically be like a a carbon copy of Anakin from uh, literally Anna Menace. literally the literally down hair. to what he was wearing was like the, I'm like did Shmi just like bring everything race. from like her slave like from what she had at Watto's place was just like <laughs> all right I'm bringing I'm bringing his 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 his, his tools I'm bringing his uh pod racer uh helmet with the goggles I'm and then Cobb Vance steals it all, and then he drives yeah. it away. Because <laughs> well, like, in the books as well, like even Obi Wan's like he looks so much like his father, and it's just yes. like they actually fulfilled that because you see his hair, you see just like I literally had to uh, do a double take. I was like, is that Anakin or Luke? I mean, I knew it was Luke, but like, ow! <laughs> like it's like it like and just think about that from Obi Wan's point of perspective. Like, oh my mm-hmm. god. That hurts him that so too. much because he doesn't. <gasps> he sees, he sees him, and he realizes how much he's like his father. And he, I mean, he loved his father, and he doesn't want to fail Luke like he did Anakin. Yeah, like my... literally, he says that in um, um, what he says in Return of the Jedi. He's like, I didn't want to lose you the way I lost Vader. And every time he looks at Luke, he's just reminded of the same mistake he made. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite parts of I... Rebels but, but... is at the end of afterwards <laughs> is, is at the end of the episode with uh twin sons 
is Obi-Wan's looking off in the distance and you just hear Luke yell or and Peru yell, Luke, Luke. Yep. You just see like, I love Luke running. Thing. And like we're gonna just see that times ten in the Kenobi show. Well, and think about this though, Carter. Times 20. So when they so when he 30. so when he 40. so when he like <laughs> literally looks into like the guy, like he looks into it. Aunt Baru is wearing almost I- yeah. identically what she wore in a new hope. Yeah. And yeah. Uncle Owen is wearing almost exactly what he did. They walk out and they stand exactly where Luke finds them in a new hope. Their dead bodies are, are yeah. like they walk out and Damn. right there, that's where they die. Beth wanted to say something. Yeah, Beth. Oh, I was going to say, so the thing about obviously Luke mirroring Anakin in that moment is that I know a lot of people like mash it up to the pod racing scene, but I love it because it makes it even angstier because Obi-Wan never saw Anakin pod race. Yep. Only Qui-Gon did. And so it adds another layer of pain because he's like, oh, this is something that used to make Anakin happy. Here's his son doing it. I never got to see that. Now I'm watching it now. And also Uh, really sad. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, it adds like a whole nother nother layer. We're not going to forget about that time when Obi-Wan called Anakin a pathetic life form. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what he said. And Qui-Gon's like, it's the boy. He's responsible for getting us these parts. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then he was like, "Who knew that that pathetic life form would become his brother?" He knew he didn't know that, but oh yeah, good enough. Yeah, I. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's 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 funny. Um, uh, so like, what is from the trailer? Obviously, we got like the Obi Wan points of view and stuff like that. I think the most interesting thing is that we get an Inquisitor like like it's not just the grand inquisitor i i, I love the way the grand inquisitor we got many inquisitors we are love, thriving we are I being love, fed i love reva is it reva, reva or reva i've heard it so, two, think, two different ways i would rather it be reva just to reva slander the revan boys yeah i would love too. that because it would just stick it to them and be like hey motherfuckers you don't own this shit like like we are gonna use that name whenever we want on whoever we want. And also, like, um, like Element Seven in the chat said, uh, "Oh yeah, Char." It's oh wait, yeah, I, I was about, I was about, I was about to correct him, and uh, yeah, he beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Ha. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, um, I like, like, in like the the mentions of like I think, like looking at the trailer, so we get to see the Inquisitors. We see Reva. The one in the brother. back, and then you see the uh the fifth brother. I think the one is Katuni. Because she's the same species. Somebody I saw a comparison. Do you think that's, that's a Philothian? That's a Philothian. She's a Philothian. I think that could be Katuni. Oh, Hondo Anaka is sad right now. Another that thing one, is we yeah. see the same structure in Fallen Order too. Yes, that is the same structure. In yeah, Fallen fortress Order. and in Inquisitorius. Yeah, Inquisitorius. Yeah, yeah, I can't ever say that. And you see that the chair, the chair that's in the middle the and it's high up. That's exactly like Vader's castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that is the Grand Inquisitor spot or if it's Vader's spot, but I guarantee you. Our first mention, or we, our first scene of seeing Vader, is going Vader's to castle. be well, well, Vader's castle, 
But I also think it'll be after episode three where they're standing, standing. The Inquisitors have not captured Obi-Wan or they have figured it out. And we hear the breathing and we hear him walk in and he says, Kenobi. And then it cuts to black in episode three. And then we get to see more of him in, in the later half. I don't think we're going to see Vader in the first three episodes. I mean, the last part of uh, the, the third episode. I think the second sure. half of the show we'll see more. The Vader. second half we'll, yeah. we will see mm-hmm. more, we'll see more of my. We'll see more, more Inquisitors. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. I kind of know think... the plot of it because I learned. I'm not going to talk about it here, but um, what? How? Like leaks? it's leaks. Yeah, yeah. we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw um, leaks too, Luke. Uh, I. I, no, we haven't seen anything. <laughs> no, we haven't seen anything. I, what? I, I, I've. Here's my whole thing. I'm going. I'm trying to go into Obi Wan as blind as possible, mm-hmm. because that is this is this is the show that I've waited for for so fucking long. And if I yeah, get Luke, when we were reacting, me, when we were reacting to the trailer, you waited ten seconds. You were like, oh, I'm weeping like a baby. And then when Duel the Fits. Duel of the Fates hit, you were about to fall out of your seat. Like, it was hilarious, Dude. but it was also, like, super I satisfying. I ascended. You, you, have you it seen those so memes wholesome. where, like, people are, like, putting, like, a, like ascending videos of, like, yes. the characters, right? Like, as soon as Duel of the Fates hits, that was me. I, but I started, like, sobbing, too. Because in the beginning, I was teary-eyed. I was like, oh, my God, Obi-Wan, like... And then I saw Luke, and I, like, a tear started dripping. But then as soon as Duel of the Fates hit, I was like, oh, my God! Like, sobbing. It was, like, it was exactly what prequel stands wanted to see. I feel like it's like all I've waited for. They put they put um, Battle of the Heroes. They put Duel of the Fates, and then at the end you hear they put, uh, um, Anakin's, Anakin's Dark, Dark Deeds. Deeds. Yeah. Yep. yep, Anakin's Dark Deeds, and the don't and, don't 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 well, see that that and then and then the 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 breathing at the end yeah. with putting that. With I'm that, so excited to see Hayden Christensen. With that, um, uh, uh, that, that, this is because it mirrors that scene where he is crying and he is, de- and, and he is gone. He is completely, he is, he's turned. And then you hear the voice, you hear the, the breathing. It just works. It just works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I think, I think we're going to see. Sorry. You go. No, no, you're good. You go. Okay, okay, I was just saying, um, I think everyone's going to like the Kenobi show, and it's going to bring everyone together. I yep. really do. It's going to be Mandalorian, but more. Like, it's going to bring a lot of people in. I have a lot of friends who've only seen the movies, like, once through, and they're like, oh my gosh, Kenobi looks so good. I'm like, yeah, I want you to watch this other show so you can understand more, but, like, I'm excited that they're going to connect with it in that way, and, like... Right now at Safeway, get your skin winter ready with big savings on all your favorite skincare products. Shop for deals on items like Gillette Mach 3 Razors, Gillette Labs Razors and Blades, Venus Razors and Blades, and Native Shampoo, Conditioner, and Body Wash. Plus, shop the buy two, get one free baking event and save on items like selected varieties of handy foil and good cook pans. Offer expires December 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for full offer details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another thing about Vader is he's in his prime right now. He's in his prime. He's super powerful. Um, but we're also going to see that he's also still conflicted. Like, not conflicted in, oh, do I choose dark side? Do I choose light? But that little bit of Anakin in him is still there. He's destroyed most most of it, but it's still lurking. And I feel like we're going to see him kind of break sometimes. Because even Palpatine knew this. And that's why Palpatine made him so susceptible to, like, force lightning and stuff like that. So he could control him whenever even Vader had any thoughts or feelings of weakness. Um, where he kind of drifted back into some thoughts that Anakin had as well. So I think we're going to see a lot of pain with him because yeah. he's going to keep being like, I hate myself. Because we even know, like, it's said in, like, canon, like, in canon that the reason why... Oh, that's beautiful. The reason why Vader Whoa, is what? so incredibly powerful... This is this is the this is the picture that I was telling you yep. that I wasn't going to show you until this moment. I, I was working all day. What is this today? Yeah. yeah, that was today, and it's Hayden Probably in the morning. in as Darth Vader. That is Hayden. Yeah, that's not anybody else. That is Hayden. <gasps> I'm assuming if we're gonna hear Vader's voice, we're gonna have James Arnold Taylor back, right? Well, not James Arnold Taylor. What am I? Oh, James no. Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah, James yeah, Earl Jones. He's, he's gonna. I think he's <laughs> voicing him. I think that's confirmed. But as I was saying. In, uh, no, in no, it's no, just that it. I w- and that's exactly what I want from the marketing. If they're gonna market Vader, please do not show me every little thing that he does in the show. Yeah. Give me and something like, like this, and then like, him breathing, or, or yeah, maybe a line in the it. next one, or or like yeah. him igniting his lightsaber. I don't want any of him like doing actual things. Yeah, if he is like sitting or talking, that's fine. But please, for the love of God, don't don't. Don't overuse him. I had a foreshadow like in my head. Like I was like kind of like thinking about this, like because I know Luke that at one point you wanted like Vader's helmet to come off. I was like thinking like what if it like it's like a Han Solo Kylo Ren thing in The Force Awakens where he's just standing out in the open and then you just hear and then you just see like the cuts and scars on his face and you just see Obi Wan's reaction <laughs> and Luke's just going like. Um, I don't know why I just thought about that in my head. I'm like, this image is just like beautiful. It's dark. It's menacing. It's like exactly what we want to see. And like the reason why I love Vader so much is like Maul has his hatred for someone else and that keeps him going. Meanwhile, the reason why Vader is so powerful in canon is because he hates himself so much. That's what gives him the power. That's what gives him the strive. That's what really keeps him dark is because yeah. he hates himself. Maria, have you have you read Lords of the Sith? Um I've read bits and pieces, but read I that entire I know I have book. to. I have Look, I'm not giving you the hardcover. The first half the first half of that book is just <laughs> Anakin thinking to himself like this is uh, he hates the armor. He would rather die, but he knows that this is what makes him stronger. Like, it goes into so much detail that it's insane. And, and if, you are, yeah. you, if you are an Anakin Vader fan, I would. that's the number one book that you should read. Because it's literally all about Vader and a little bit about Palpatine. But, yeah. um, like, they talked, so Entertainment Weekly talked to Hayden and talked about... Uh, um uh things and he said uh they asked if if they were going to see uh 
if they were gonna catch a glimpse of Vader uh under the mask. And he in in You want Hayden, this Hayden said don't you? Yes, I do. Hayden says, I wish I could tell you. Uh with a coy smile on the face. I'm sworn to secrecy. We're definitely seeing him without the mask on. Like, oh, that's yeah. That's Absolutely. Especially in his that. meditation chamber. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. I he- will cry because you know, you see the originals, and we we aren't as familiar with that actor. But then you, if you, we see Hayden's face, and it's all like beaten up and just like completely distorted, it'll literally break my soul because it's oh, like yeah. it's you. You see Anakin, but yeah. like as Vader, not as himself, like as Vader, and it's, yeah. ugh, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same um, pen in the chat. Um, is he said? Is it Legends or? Canon can't remember what is it? Are you Lord Lords of the Sith is Lords of the Sith, Lords of the Sith is canon. No, it's canon. Oh, Lords, oh okay. Yeah, yeah Lords, Lords of the Sith, Sith is canon. Um, and Hayden is also um quoted as saying, "We're going to see a very, very powerful Vader." So that means everything. Um, they also asked uh Joby Harold, who is the writer of the show. His shadow is a cast across uh, across so much of what we do, and the degree of the of his proximity to that shadow is something that we'll discover. But he is very much a part of the show emotionally for Obi Wan, and possibly beyond that as well. And I love how well they're keeping this under closed doors. I everything. love this so freaking much because there's not much that we know, and that's the way I want this show to be. I don't want to know every little detail. I'm sorry. Like I, yeah, the... <laughs> I, I complained about not getting a trailer like a few weeks ago, but like having the trailer drop yesterday, it made my heart sore. Like and like I like obviously you all have watched the reaction. Like that that's genuine. That's not me putting on a face. Like if 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 you know me, you know like this is this is what I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And this is like the excitement is over the top. And and the crazy yeah. thing is too is that there are millions of other people like you, Luke, that are just waiting and just waiting and just wanting this so bad. And yep. it's finally here. literally all of us here want it so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think all of us wanted it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, anything. Anybody else have anything to say about Kenobi? I, I'm just happy to see my Inquisitors get uh <laughs> get, get some live action love. Yep. Okay. Um. Um. Over under. Cal Kestis. I think we'll see him. Under. No. He's dying in Fallen Order Two. I'm calling it. Hmm. Because Fallen Order takes place five years after Revenge of the Sith, and yeah, that takes place four years. No, five years before Kenobi. I, I thought it was. Yeah, because yeah, Fallen Order takes place like fourteen BBY. Kenobi takes place ten BBY. No, nine BBY. Nine, nine BBY. So. I mean, it's possible, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think so. Stick up to the games. Like, Over under back. Jar Jar Binks. Go back. I can't. I can't. Over. I actually can't. Um, I keep saying. <laughs> so um, in case you don't know, our firm is uh, external counsel for Lucasfilm. So. Yes. So she, Wait, so she literally can't. She literally can't talk about anything. I can't talk about, I can't talk about theories as far as these things. Never mind then. But, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I no, Beth, 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 you are disfarm. You, you don't have to talk about it. I, Wait, I, I'm allowed to share my own personal theories. Do you but... know stuff that we don't? Oh yes. I, I don't know. Possibly. 
since when? What's Kenobi? <laughs> what is that? Kenobi is <laughs> a character that was born in 57 BBY on the planet <laughs> Stujan. Um, Never heard of him. But uh, to round out, um, Star Wars Celebration tickets go on sale 2020 for uh, go on sale Tuesday. Um, March 15th. I know we are going to be going. Um, I don't know about everybody else here. I know me and Char are going to attempt to go. Beth, I I know you're tr- you're attempting, you're planning on going. Uh, yeah. Carter is planning on going. Uh, if no, you I'm going. Ticket, yeah, he's going. Uh, no, Maria, he's going. what are your what are you what are your what are your plans? Mm, I don't have the financials for that right now. I would love to go, but the money I do not have for celebration or the tickets or the hotel or gotcha. the plane. Yeah. So other, other, I mean, I've always wanted to go, like always but i uh i can't so yeah i feel that and i feel like that's a i I feel like that's a very very like a lot of people feel like that so you're not you're not alone yeah at least you can watch it and you can see all the tiktoks and instagram posts and you can live live vicariously through us yeah Um, and like i um i'm a college student so yeah yeah it's tough difficult it's rough (laughs) We've all been there once, once in our lives, so yeah. I, I get that. Um, Except for Carter, <laughs> yeah, a free ride. But he's also working. He's all like being a college. What did you say? Did you just call me? What I just said for free. You're going for free, freeloader. Yeah, you freeloader. But you're not a freeloader. You work. No, like, Luke said going... that like we've been in college at least once, and then we're like, except for Carter. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Too. Well, I mean, having hey. the yeah. You 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 will experience the, you you will ex, you will experience college and you will enjoy it. But um, last thing, Kum uh, Nanjani uh, is Quillen Voss. I actually made a video that blew up on that. Um, <laughs> this it? So I I made the connection like a while ago, like weeks ago, where I was kind of looking through the cast and I was like. Low key, he looks so much like Quinlan Boss. The voices are very different. I don't yeah. know how he yeah. would. I feel Quinlan like Boss sounds I, like a, even, a hippie. No, yes. even, hey, even could me. No be. Also, like you know, his. I, I don't want to say his name wrong, so I'm not gonna say it. But female so um, Yeah, but he has a very different take on acting. It doesn't mean he can't, you know, branch out. It doesn't mean he's not capable of being Quinlan Voss. Um, but I made that connection a long time ago and I, it's a possibility for sure. Um, but there's also other possibilities that I've learned from leaks. So I don't want to say nothing. Yeah, I think he's, I, yeah, I think he's, I think he's the, why are you guys leaks. looking up leaks? No, I'm not no, looking up leaks. I'm I didn't. Not, I'm not looking up leaks. I, I I've, I I just put two and two together. I think it's just common sense, but that's just me. But I've just learned about yes. things. Um so that's gonna be it for the episode. Uh I wanna thank everybody in the chat. I wanna thank everybody here. Thank you for coming out talking about Mortis and also Kenobi. Um we'll start with Beth. Where can the good people follow you on the social medias? They can find me just on just on TikTok, um, exclusively on TikTok, <laughs> just at mar.j.skywalker. And it. don't ask her anything. For the love of God, we you want can... her to. We want her to keep her job. For the love of God, no. 
Wait, you know, I cannot stress this enough. Again. This is not <laughs> this is not the opportunity to go and ask Beth every single question. We don't want her to lose her job because she has the answers. I and we 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 don't we 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 can't we can't have her in, living in New York where it's expensive and not have a job. No, I need it. Not the game here. It's not the game here. So oh, it's fine. People, I just ignore people. <laughs> and sometimes with me, when I get out of hand, I'll ask Beth a question. She's like, I can't answer that. And I'll be like, Okay, that's fair. that's fair. <laughs> Ahsoka, um, no, Ahsoka, no. Even even. Yeah. Even Ewan McGregor slipped up a bit on when he was on an interview. He even slipped up because in an interview they were like, he, you know, he was talking about his experience seeing Hayden again, and he was saying like, when I saw him on set, and you know, he's Anakin Skywalker, and I'm Obi Wan, and and it's like, what do you mean by that, Anakin? Skywalker? And he said it also said we we took a swing at each other. I was like, yeah, yeah, uh huh, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Um, Carter, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? You can find me at TikTok at Cart2D2. You can find me on YouTube at the They Fly Now podcast. That's live every Monday at 8 o'clock. You can follow my Instagram if you wanted to. It's at Carter Dibert, D I B E R T, <laughs> if you want to. I mean, I just post about my life. <laughs> uh, you can hit me up there if you want. You know, <laughs> that's like a Quinlan Boss joke right there. Just the vibe. Looking uh, good. How's Temple? Life? If you guys haven't read, if you guys haven't read Dark Disciple. I've read. Neither I've read a Dark little Disciple bit of it. Dark Disciple is such a good. Yeah. Wait, you haven't read Dark Disciple, Luke? Not all the way. Luke, I've got Dark a lot Disciple of is basically oh. a book that was supposed to be a Clone Wars. I know it's eight episodes. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I will read it's... all of it, but I, I've got to read Queen's it's Hope so first. I'm thirteen. Wait, do you know what in. happens in Dark Disciple? Yes, but we're not going to spoil it in here. Okay. <laughs> um, and and to our uh, newbie, uh, Maria, where can the good peoples follow you? On um, TikTok at uh, Maria underscore Skywalker and same with Instagram and soon maybe YouTube. Awesome. So. We, we we look forward to we look forward to watching your career with great interest, but not as greatly as <laughs> as as Palpatine and Anna. That's yep. so that sounded so badly. Yeah, you know, it, it was it was meant to be. <laughs> he tried. Like, he it tried. was it was it was supposed to be in good faith, but it it, it just didn't happen that way. It just it just it just no. Um, chart. Where can the good people follow you? Good people, you can find me here every Thursday night covering our Clone Wars rewatch at the Pod Ones podcast, of course. And you can find me on TikTok at Char Char J, as it is spelled right here. Right. And you guys can follow me at the Pod Ones podcast on TikTok, uh, Pod Ones podcast on uh, Twitter, and the Pod Ones Pod <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, Char, are you, you, you want to announce this now or, um, yeah, I would like to announce it. Um, so it's been a while since we've done this. Um, but the star Wars, the pod, the pod ones podcast, star Wars trivia tournament will be coming back. And I want you guys to be aware of that. And, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. And, as we said before, that we will be at Celebration, the championship match of the tournament, which will be starting at the end of this month, will be held at Celebration in person. So, yes. So, you guys want to stay tuned for that. It's going to be fun. And um, just to close everything out, um, if you haven't liked the video already, go ahead and drop a like. 
um i we really appreciate that and if you're already subscribed to our channel thank you so much and if you have not go ahead and do that luke and i want to grow our channel as much as possible so if you would do that for us that would be grateful and um and we only have two more two more arcs left of season three. We have the Citadel arc next week, which and is then Carter's going to be back for Ahsoka. One of the, <gasps> that's in two weeks. Yeah, it's in two weeks. So that's yeah, cool. <laughs> the Citadel arc will be next week, which is another fan favorite arc. And yes. we have the Trandoshan arc to finish off season three. I so, love the Trandoshan arc. I love yeah. that arc. Yeah. So yeah, stay it. tuned, everyone, and for Lighten for Life, we are all mm-hmm. the Republic. And, and may, may the, the force, force be with you. Be with you. <laughs> right the storm. See you guys. Tempest. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.